What is up? Welcome back, finally, to the WW3 Podcast. My name is Will, and we're going to get things rolling here by telling you guys why I haven't uploaded since February. And a lot of you probably know I've been working in football. I've, I was back at JMU uh, working during the football season, and it was so tough this year, especially with the constraints that we had to actually record during the season. So it, I decided not to. Now that the season's done, I can go ahead and fulfill uh, the need to come back and record. So that's where we're at with that. But we have a couple things that I need to uh, get done. So within the next couple weeks, you'll be seeing uh, episodes about the NFL uh, certain inc- certain instances in the NFL will cover kind of a news is based as well. We're gonna we're gonna do series like this uh, with the Adult Disney Park. We'll do uh, once this is done. We'll probably get into another series, but we'll also kind of cover a little bit of instances that are happening around kind of the sports world and Disney World. We'll go a little news ish, but we'll also get a little creative. So that's where this podcast is going to be heading. And like I said, the Adult Disney Park, we're getting right back to it in this episode. And how I'm going to do this is split it up into three sections. The first section, we're going to go over a quick review of what's in the park in terms of the land, what's in uh, the two lands that we've done already. And then we, and then after that, we'll go to the next section, which will be... Uh, dis- discussing the land we'll do today, which is the Adventure Club. And then after that, the last section will be, of course, the outro and discussing the future of this series and uh, a lot of other things that will be going on. So let's go ahead and get right on into things. Okay, so if you recall... Within the first episode, I talked about the name of the park and uh, which ended up being Club Disney and what what if, what it entails. So you have five actual lands that are supposed to be different clubs, and then you have like a walk-in area like Main Street USA from all the other parks, which is called downtown. But the actual lands that you're that or the clubs that we have here are Country Club, Adventure Club, Horror Club, Entertainment Club, and Future Club. And that's what we had. Now, I did design a symbol. I have not released it and probably will not release it because I designed it very, very poorly. Which is technically supposed to be this park's uh, Cinderella's or Sleeping Beauty's castle. But I'm not going to put it out there unless you guys want to see it. So, um, quickly going over the downtown area. Right, again, kind of the major USA. This is the... This is the way that you kind of walk in and can go to any of the uh, and then can go to any of the uh, par- uh, lands after that. And here, just kind of going again, a brief rundown: Bar Mouse, pretty much just a bar. You get food, drinks, whatever. Hollister Glow, which is where you can get a bunch of glow sticks for uh, for the clubs that that you can go to. The mall, which is pretty much just self-explanatory. Snack Attack, same thing. You have the you have a thing just hosting a game of blackjack. You have a lot of tables in there. You have um, downtown pizza. Again, a restaurant. Across from downtown pizza, you have a souvenir shop. 
you have uh, a stand-up comedy thing going on right in there as well. You have a headphone gallery, which um, I explained is if you put them on in different clubs, you can listen to the music, right? Or you can tune into different clubs and you can use them at home. You have a Gap. You have a Sunglasses Hut. You also have something that's hosting Beer Pong. And then you also have a branded McDonald's within the park, right? And then uh, in, in Country Club, what you have is you have a game of cornhole going on in one of the uh, in one of the buildings across from that you have the feel good sports bar which is has a lot of the feel good sports movies memorabilia and pictures from those Disney movies country snacks self explanatory snack shop you have Tommy Bahama you have a countryside barbecue which again a barbecue uh, restaurant within the area Bad Street Souvenirs, pretty much self-explanatory. You have a concert stage there. Across from the concert stage, you have a line dancing class, right? Can teach you any line dancing stuff, teach you some country moves, but also other line dancing songs. Uh, trucker Hat Paradise, trucker hats that fit fit the theme of the land. And then the big ride in Country Club is Thunder Mountain, and that has a gift shop exit so that is everything to kind of keep you up to date on and if you want more in-depth uh discussion about that go go back and check those episodes that are on spotify and apple podcasts go check them out now um let's get into what we uh what we want to talk about today in the adventure club okay so in adventure club you uh some people may recognize a couple names homeward bound who framed roger rabbit uh red dead redemption pirates of the caribbean uncharted expedition everest right so let's get into a couple of these things pretty quickly um let's start with the uncharted rock climbing competition so, for those of you that don't know what Uncharted is, it is a video game series that is about three or four games long, and basically the premise of the games is the main character, Nathan Drake, has, has his crew, and they go to places to find artifacts or treasure to bring back home and everything. And a big part of these games is rock climbing and parkour. So when it came to thinking about game, uh, some sort of game for for this area, I was like, oh, this is easy. Got to do Uncharted. Got to do a rock climbing thing. Because I feel like to the theme parks that I've been to, Busch Gardens, King's Dominion, and Disney, you don't see a lot of stuff like that. And I feel like it would be fun for maybe the younger adults, you know, maybe in their 20s or whatever you constitute, you know, and everything that I thought they that 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 would be fun, and there are some thr- throw seekers that, or maybe not throw seek, maybe throw seekers is not the right word, but like doing that kind of stuff. And so having that in there, I think would work. And you can, uh, you would have the option of challenging the rock climbing guy himself or girl, the person who's like an expert at it, and then you could also, or you could challenge your parents, your family, uh, 
any part of your family, your friends, whatever. Have some fun with it. Go do some rock climbing with with the people that you're there with. And then you go to the Red Dead Redemption shootout. Now, Red Dead Redemption, like Uncharted, is a video game series. I believe Red Dead Redemption is only two games at this point. And it's more of kind of like a Western country-ish version of Grand Theft Auto, where you can uh, pretty much get away with any any crime, right? If you escape the if you escape the police, and you know you can drink, you can do a lot of whatever in the game, and kind of get away with it for the most part. And some of you may be thinking, well, whoa, you kind of said country. Why is it? Why is it not in Country Club? Well, when I thought of Country Club, that's not what I thought kind of entailed what I wanted there. Here, it kind of fits a little bit. It's a shootout. And I think in in the Disney parks, you have a shootout in Adventure in Adventureland. Actually, no, it might be in Frontierland. But I, I like the idea of it being in Adventureland because it, it, I think it, it would kind of fit the realm of adventure and everything. Of, But... Uh, I thought what would kind of make it different from the other shootouts is you could have characters from the video game, dialogue from the video game, video games, and uh, kind of have some Easter eggs or something there. And it, it wouldn't be a shootout like some people might think it is. But it would be kind of like those Disney ones where you have the light, light, you know, become red, you aim... And then you have to shoot it, and there's the technology of it reading that you hit that you hit the target. So it's that kind of shootout because that's the kind of person that I am, right? But I thought it would be kind of pretty cool to have it at least branded to Red Dead Redemption. So uh, then we go to some of the more self-explainable things really quickly. Uh, Cantina souvenirs. Uh, with Cantina Souvenirs, I thought Cantina sound very adventury, and that's just kind of what I went with, and it's kind of a fun word to say. So, uh, and of course, souvenirs, you know, it's a souvenir shop, what are you going to get? You know, shot glasses, t-shirts, hats, whatever you constitute yourself as a souvenir, and I've said this before of what would be in a souvenir shop, but again, it's self-explanatory. Homeward Bound Snacks. Homeward Bound is a movie, I know that for sure, but uh, I just thought it would kind of work, and the name would work, and it's a snack shop, what are you going to expect? I can't really explain that in much depth. Um, And then before we get into the big things I want to talk about with Everest and Pirates of the Caribbean and Escape from the Horned King and Who Framed Roger Rabbit Bar, I want to talk about the Jungle Cuisine. In the Jungle Cuisine uh, restaurant, right? Yeah, I, I when I came up with the name, I was like, this is a great nod to the Jungle Cruise. And I, I did battle with the idea of putting the Jungle Cruise here. But I felt like the Jungle Cruise itself as a ride probably would not succeed in this kind of park with just adults. I don't think it would. With the kind of ride that it is with the dad jokes and kind of slow and very he- heavily animatronic. an animal animatronic, that is, too. I don't think it would succeed in this in this kind of park. 
So that kind of held me away from it. But we have a nod to it with with the restaurant. And I I think Disney does have a Jungle Cruise restaurant in one of the parks. And the waiters are kind of like the skippers on the ride where they give dad jokes. This is not going to be that way. Uh, The waiters and waitresses, they will be their normal selves. But, uh, you know, have normal food like burgers and wings. But the thing that I thought would be interesting here is you go into the restaurant, you see what's on there, and you don't like what's there. So then the waiter comes over, are you ready to order? No, I'm not. Can I get the international menu? This restaurant has, I guess, technically three different menus. The kids menu, of course. Well, not the kids menu. My bad, because this is adult. I'm an idiot. Um... But I think it would be cool to have kind of three different uh, menus. One for maybe allergy, people with allergies, right? You have you have a menu for them. You have a menu, a normal menu, and then you have an international menu. And if you're willing to try the international menu, that's great. Because with the international menu, you get food from different um, countries. And it fits the adventure theme because you give your taste buds an adventure. Sorry, it's a Jungle Cruise. It, it, it with with something that's like the Jungle Cruise, you have to make a cheesy joke. You just have to, and that that was my attempt at it. But let's go ahead and go into the big things, the things that I like about this, the rides, and my arguably my favorite thing that I've created so far, or not created but thought of so far with doing this series. So Expedition Everest. Uh, for those of you that have been to Disney and been to Animal Kingdom, that have been on the ride, you know about this ride. Expedition Everest is probably the second, maybe even third most popular ride in Animal Kingdom right now. The two ahead of it are the two Avatar rides on Flight of Passage and the um, Riverboat ride in Avatar. I, I, I can't think of it right now. But, Expedition Everest... I think works pretty well. It uh, would work really well here because it's very thrilling to uh, because it's a roller coaster. And the whole story, I, I mean, I could give the uh, I could give a brief explanation of you're going into the Forbidden Mountain trying to get to uh, trying to get to Mount Everest and you're warned through the queue about a Yeti being in the mountain. And then if you go through the ride, you see the Yeti pretty much. And the Yeti is pretty much, uh, done, uh, pretty much tore up and messed with the, with the ride in a sense. So that's pretty much what Expedition Everest is. And that's what, and I just thought it would work, right? It fits the adventure theme. In, ter- in terms of the ride, expedition, kind of the same thing. So I thought it would work, and and I thought personally it would be a great ride in terms uh, in terms of this. So uh, not bad for uh, its first ride, but then we get a second ride in Pirates of the Caribbean. Now this one's a little bit different because this is honestly a Disney classic. In, um, with the ride. We've talked about the movie series before, but the ride itself uh, is a classic. It's a little bit more slow moving. It is 
uh, animatronic heavy. But uh, it's such a classic that you have to put it in here, and a lot of people like it. I believe even people that are older than me like it. And that's just how I think, that's why you have to bring it in. It's a classic, and people love it. So, uh, that's pretty much self-explanatory, and pretty much, there is no concrete story to the ride, but you do have some nods to the movies in there now. Because remember, if if you remember the Disney uh, attraction movie episode that I did, there are movies made based off of the ride that the ride then put characters from the movies in. So it's a so it's so there are some nods to the movies in there, which I think makes it a whole lot better now. But Pirates of the Caribbean, and by the way, both. Uh, Expedition Everest and Pirates of the Caribbean do have gift shop exits. Now, Escape, Escape from the Horned King. So, for those of you that don't know, Disney did make a movie back in 19, released a movie back in 1985 with a PG rating. I think this was one of the first PG ratings that uh, they had had in a long time with an animated movie called The Black Cauldron. Now, The Black Cauldron, synopsis that is on IMDb, uh, is centuries ago in the land of Pridian, a young man named Tarin is given the task of protecting Hen Wen, a magical orc, uh, a magical pig, who knows the location of the mythical Black Cauldron. Mystical, my bad. This is not an easy task for the evil horned king or stop at nothing to get the cauldron. Now, this is proclaimed as one of the scariest Disney movies ever. Because if you... I want you to look up The Black the black Cauldron and The Horned King. If you look at... The, the way that he looks is terrifying. Right? And that's what kind of... It, it, it's just weird. And believe it or not, Disney did attempt to uh, put these in one of their parks. I believe it was... Tokyo Disneyland, and they had an they had a attraction under their version of the Cinderella Castle, and, or and, and so they it was you're gonna go through the uh, go through the uh, I, I believe the road of the heroes in certain movies, including the Black, Black Cauldron, and, uh, and and everything. But if you want to learn more about that attraction, go to the go to the YouTube channel, Defunctland. It's a great YouTube channel. Um, and watch more about it. But, so, I thought, why not use this to an advantage and bring it into this adult Disney park? Make it a horror roller coaster. Kind of like maybe The Mummy in Universal. Uh, kind of like that, but also kind of like Harry Potter. The use of screens. The, uh... Uh, more kind of like an escape from Gringotts kind of situation. Screens, roller coasters, jump scares, a bunch of that. I think that would work very perfectly in a ride called Escape from the Horned King. And using the Black Cauldron, and you use characters from the movies. This is one of the only times that I think using screens and actual parts from legit movies and using characters would work. And jump scares all over the place from the Horned King and other things that might scare the crap out of you. So I thought that would work. But now, 
for my favorite thing that I've thought of throughout this whole process is the Who Framed Roger Rabbit Dueling Piano Bar. Now, dueling piano bars are great. I've been to two in my lifetime, and both have been awesome, right? And one thing that I want to bring up about this is this is one of, again, very few times you're going to see a character from anything show up at anything. Because it's adult Disney Park, and, you know, I'm not trying to hammer character meet and greets or anything because this is did no adults once want to do that so in this dueling piano bar you have normal pianists now if you remember in the movie of who framed roger rabbit it was donald duck and daffy duck but we're not going to do that normal people who are playing piano playing some of your favorite songs you can make her make requests like 24 karat magic free bird or Bad Street USA by the Fabulous Freebirds. Uh, but at there, uh, you do have waiters, of course, and waitresses. They're not going to be dressed up. They're going to be normal. Well, they'll be dressed up to the T's. They'll, they'll look nice. They're, it's going to act like it's a really, really nice bar. They'll be in suits. There's no dress code or anything. But what happens between sets, but what happens between two people going against each other in these dueling piano things is a bit of a show for people in the sense of Jessica Rabbit. Somebody will legitimately dress up as Jessica Rabbit. It will be their normal self and that dress and everything else. Obviously, got and the Jessica Rabbit wig, and they will sing, perform, and whatever, and that's what I thought would work very well here and get a lot of the male crowds in here. That's what I thought would work, and it's something that I thought would maybe do very well. And I was excited because you kind of go into this movie and these scenes of movies of this movie. And I was just like, here we go. I love the idea. The Jessica Rabbit idea is great. I love it. And uh, every now and then, the the person who announces Jessica Rabbit would be, of course, Roger Rabbit. So I just thought that would be something that would be really cool to have in this version of the park. I loved it. And um, now, and and that's it. That's Adventure Club. So let's take a look now at what to expect um, in the future for this series. Okay, so the next episode that we're going to do is going to consist of the Horror Club. Now, to go ahead and mention this, I do have a couple things that I have uh, ready for this. I have Tower of Terror. Uh, I'm some sort of villain attraction in the Haunted Mansion. Now, if you guys have anything that you recommend to go into this, uh, please comment on Facebook. Uh, when Comment on Facebook, under the, uh, wherever, 
uh, Insta. You can hit me up on Insta. You also hit me up on Twitter, right, with ideas to go into this horror club. Um, along with that, we do have only three more episodes left. Three more lands to go. Horror club, entertainment club, if, entertainment club, and future club. If you have any options for those other other two, also hit me up. Um, but at the after those, we'll go back through and we'll kind of discuss what are what are some of the big parts of this and what you guys hopefully like. We might we may do a wrap up episode of the series. Let's talk about everything in general. But also, again, you guys tell me what you like so far about what's what's gone into this adult Disney park. So, uh, with that being said, let's also look forward into uh, what to expect with the podcast in the next couple weeks. So, next week, uh, I'm probably going to be doing an NFL thing. Whether it's predictions of records or just kind of talking about the draft or anything along those lines, uh, don't be shocked about that. Uh, give me some, give me some options for episode ideas as well. Uh, so that's what uh, that's what we'll be seeing uh, or hearing that is uh, in the upcoming future for the uh, for the podcast. So, that being said, I hope y'all have a great weekend.